You know, I didn't realize at first what happened, and then, you know, they said on the speakers that it was a, uh, you know, a 25-year-old record, and you kind of got to, you know, pinch yourself and take a step back. Welcome to episode 176 of Alberta Dugout Stories, the podcast. I'm Joe McFarland. There's a new home run king at Old Dominion University, and he's from our province. Wetaskiwin's Matt Kootenay went yard twice against Florida Atlantic on April 24th. This one is high shot opposite field. Has he got another one? He's got another one. Two home runs for Kootenay in this game. Number 21 on the season. And ladies and gentlemen, we've got a new program record, 21 for Matt Kootenay. There it is. Big thanks to Matt Wurzberger and the ODU communications team for getting us the audio of Andy Mashaw's call of Kootenay's record breaker. Now, everyone knew Kootenay had some pop in his bat after a standout two years with Colby Community College, where he hit 426 with 26 homers and 116 runs batted in. He was solid through his first two seasons with ODU, but has really hit another level this spring. As we record this, he's hitting 361 with 22 homers and 48 RBI as the Monarchs take aim at an NCAA championship. Kootenay took time out of his busy schedule last week to chat with us about his baseball journey, the record, and how one small tweak has made a world of difference. Matt, thanks so much for joining us here on the podcast. Yeah, no problem. How's it going? It is going fantastic. Not as fantastic as you, though. I got to say that. First off, congratulations on setting the school record. Phenomenal news. We'll get to that in a second. But I want to take us back a little bit to the beginning of the season. Did you ever envision being in a situation that you're in right now, talking about breaking a school home run record? Uh, yeah, not at all. Um, you know, it wasn't even mentioned at all uh, before the season. I don't even think... Uh, uh, anybody knew what it was um, because it's a 20, it was a 25 year old record set back in uh, 97 before I was even born. So uh, I'm sure uh, none of the guys even knew this was uh, really a thing. It's crazy to think about it, but looking at the stat sheet here, you actually didn't hit your first home run of the season until 10 games in what changed, what allowed you to go on this toward streak that you're in now? Uh, yeah, it took, it took a while to get on the board. I think it was the third weekend in, um, I remember the first home run, it was kind of a, a wind ball I hit to right field. Um, so I'm pretty thankful for that one. Um, but, uh, it just kind of, I got off to a slow start. I'll be the first to admit, I just wasn't seeing the ball. Well, uh, mechanically, you know, had some, had some struggles going on there. I was getting too long and that, you know, allowed me to miss a lot of, a lot of balls I should have hit, but, about three weeks ago, it had been the start of April, um, I started wearing a contact in my right eye. And ever since then, I, it's been game changing. I've been prescribed this this contact for three, four years now, but I just never wore it during baseball because it kind of just messed with my eye because um, it was such a low prescription. I was like, ah, whatever, I'm, I'm just not going to wear it. But, um, you know, ever since the start of April, I've, I've thrown that thing in and, uh, you know, the rest is history. Do you remember that moment when you stepped into the batter's box, hit that first one and went, oh, I get it now. This this is such a minute detail, like a contact lens is making a world of difference for you. 
a hundred percent. I remember it was our second and third week of conference play. We started playing uh, night games on Friday, and the first first night game I went zero for four with four strikeouts. And the next Friday I, at night I went zero for four with three strikeouts. And our hitting coach came out to me and was like, "Hey, Coot, like you suck at hitting at night. Like your night vision is just horrible." And I was like, "Yeah, um, you know, I might I might have to throw this contact in now and then." I remember the first uh, first night game I wore it. I I went four for four at ECU with a home run. So, uh, you know, ever since then, I, I haven't looked back. When did you start to realize that there was something even more special going on? Like it wasn't just, hey, I can hit the ball now. There's power behind this. There's a feeling there. Do you remember that start? Did you realize that there was something special going on here? A hundred percent. It kind of, you know, started at the start of April, I'd say. Um, you know, you kind of just get the ball rolling. And I've said this, you know, to guys before, um, you know, confidence is so key in sports, especially in baseball, um, because it's a, it's a humbling game where you can get four hits one day and then strike out four times the next. Um, so I, I definitely feel like stepping up to the plate, confidence is such a huge key, um, especially, um, you know, the last three weeks for myself. I've just kind of been riding that high and, I'm you know, I got to pinch myself uh, sometimes because you know one weekend will go by and you play really good and it's like uh, was this a fluke and then you just got to keep it keep it rolling on to the next walk us through this past weekend you started with 18 home runs did you think you were going to break the record at some point during the weekend uh i didn't really you know put too much pressure on myself um you know i had a couple you know interviews with some local uh local sports media uh, outlets here in, in Norfolk, Virginia. And, um, you know, they've always mentioned, you know, you know, you're three home runs away from, from breaking the record. But, you know, at the time it was, we had five weekends left. We got four weekends left now that I just felt like, you know, I'm just going to go out there and, and stick to my plan and to my approach. And if it goes out, it goes out. Did it allow you to take a little bit of pressure off of yourself to a certain extent after you're able to hit those three? Uh. Yeah, you could say so. Um, you know, I'm never going up there looking to to hit a home run. I kind of I work with uh, one of our one of our coaches who do uh, does a does a chart uh, for each game on the on the opposing pitcher and and trying to pick up sequences. So I just kind of went up there, worked with my worked with uh, the one coach, uh, Coach Scheffler, and um, you know just trying to formulate a plan against against these pitchers because um, this past weekend we we're playing Fort Atlantic, who's historically a uh, you know a good club you know, year in and year out. And, you know, they got some dudes on the mound and you can't just go up there, swing at every pitch. You kind of got to, you know, slow the game down, breathe and, and kind of attack, uh, uh, attack these pitchers with a plan. Mm-hmm. You get one on Saturday, then you get your first one on Sunday. Is your heart beating maybe just a little bit faster? Uh, I didn't even realize that I tied the record on the first one and then break the record on the second one. I didn't even, uh, I didn't even realize that until I uh, hit the second one. I'm, I'm back in the dugout, and one of our uh, grounds crew guys is running back from the uh, left field with with the ball. And I'm like, "What are you doing, man? Like, why are you getting this ball?" And then it kind of it kind of sunk it in there that you know, wow, I just kind of you know did did something special there. Was there uh, a moment where your teammates realized it? Was there a mob mentality at all? Was Talk us through sort of the feeling in the dugout once it became kind of well-known now that your name's on the top of the record book. Yeah, so I, I hit the second one to, 
to break the record on Sunday there. And apparently they were going to give me the silent treatment uh, when I hit the home run. So I'm back to the dugout and, and nobody's really uh, kind of paying attention. But they kind of they kind of folded on that last second. Uh, apparently that was the talk in the dugout, uh, you know, when I went up to the plate. So uh, uh, that was kind of something cool if they, if they did, but they didn't. Um, but like I said, I didn't even realize that I uh, broke the record. And then I went out the next half inning and they uh, – they had an announcement on the uh, on the speakers there saying that I uh, just broke the uh, the school record for single season home runs. I know you're in the heat of competition and you've got a game to win, but were you able to take that moment at any point on the field and just kind of soak in that atmosphere, take a look at the stands, all that kind of thing, just to sort of realize what you just accomplished? Uh, it it kind of hit me a little bit in between innings there because uh, you know I didn't realize at first what happened and then. You know, they said on the speakers that it was a, uh, you know, a 25-year-old record, and you kind of got to, you know, pinch yourself and take a step back and be like, wow, it's been, been 25 years since somebody somebody's done that. And, uh, you know, fortunate for myself, I I didn't put any pressure pressure on myself, and we still got, uh, you know, another four weeks, hopefully longer, uh, left in the season to uh, kind of add to that number. Not only are you chatting it up with your teammates and you're soaking in that moment, you also have a really special fan in attendance for that game. Your dad's there. What did that mean to you? Oh, it's it's always special when you can, uh, you know, have some family come down and watch. Um, you know, he, he told me after the game that he was uh, trying to get, get into the stands and get his camera out to, in that last at-bat to, to videotape it. But, uh, you know, I... I got up there and swung at the first pitch and, and hit it over the left field wall. So he, he didn't get a, get a chance to, you know, take a little video or, or anything of that. But, uh, you know, it's always nice to have, uh, someone, someone back home, uh, you know, there support you and, and kind of, you know, make history. You could say, what was the first thing he said to you once you finally, the game's done and you're able to talk about that moment and talk about the record. Oh yeah, it was cool. Um, you know, going to see him every time. Uh, it, it's always special, and uh, you know, I'm sure we'll we'll talk about it. You know, over the next few weeks too, as as, as our season goes on, just because, uh, you know, I sure I'm at, at 21 home runs, but I got a I got a teammate who's at 18 right behind me. So we kind of have a little little uh, friendly competition of uh, who can hit more home runs by the end of the year. How sore were your fingers having to respond to all the texts and social media notifications <laughs> following that weekend? Yeah, I, um, yeah, I, I had quite a few, quite a few people uh, reach out to me, uh, kind of the the past few days, um, you know, ever since Sunday, uh, since I broke that record. So it's it's always nice to see that there's people out there that are that are taking note and kind of paying attention to the year you're having. Um, you know, for me, it's kind of been the last three weeks that I've been. Uh, been something special and every time you you know you play a game and you see you know somebody here somebody there reach out to you it kind of means a lot and kind of kind of grounds you that uh you know there's people out there that are that are taking note of of what you're doing where do you go from here do you have any other milestones you'd like to accomplish personally as you as you mentioned you still have a couple of weeks left uh yeah i don't really like to you know set my my goals on on numbers um you know individually the the kind of the goal that I have every day is, you know, you know, get one more win in the win column for the team. Um, you know, if, you know, the, in, if the individual accolades come along, they come along, which is nice. But uh, at the end of the day, I want to try and play baseball as long as I can here at Old Dominion. And then if that, that means we got to go out there and, and try and win every game possible. Mm-hmm. Let's go back a bit and talk about growing up in Wetaskiwin. Do you remember who introduced you to baseball or how you got into it in the first place? 
Yeah. Um, you know, probably just my dad. I remember playing in the backyard catch all the time and trying to, you know, nag at him to, to go out there and play catch, you know, every day, every other day or whatever it was when I was younger and riding my bike to the bike to the field to, you know, get some extra swings in or, or to our, to our games when I was just a little guy. So, uh, it was definitely probably my dad who uh, kind of introduced myself to the game. Was it all baseball all the time for you, or were you a multi-sport kid growing up? I uh, definitely, uh, definitely played two sports. I played hockey uh, for a good amount. Um, I ended up stopped playing uh, in, in grade 12, my senior year of high school, because I went up to uh, Edmonton to go to St. FX uh, for, for just one semester, just kind of the way um, – you know, things with school and baseball kind of worked out. I went there for one semester, uh, did the whole baseball thing and, and did school there. And then uh, went back to, back to a task when and graduate with uh, kind of like all my childhood friends uh, in the spring. Growing up, who was your favorite team, your favorite player? Uh, it's got to be the Jays. Um, you know, can't, can't root against Canada's team. Um, you know, they've always, always been on the TV at five o'clock, I remember, back home. Um, you know, all summer, all the time. Um, so yeah, if there's, if there's one team, uh, you know, I, I'm kind of, uh, used to cheering for now it's the Jays and, you know, luckily enough, they're, they're a good squad this year. So mm. there's a guy that I kind of, kind of look up to, uh, on the Jays, it's Vlad Jr. But another guy that I, uh, you know, kind of grew up uh, watching as a kid would be, uh, Joey Votto, uh, just, you know, a left-handed, you know, left-handed bat from, from Canada who, uh, who rightfully might be in the Hall of Fame one day just because uh, you know the work he puts in and, and how disciplined he is out there. When did it turn for you? You mentioned hockey and baseball. It was a couple of rivalry sports here. Do you remember that moment where you said, okay, enough of the hockey thing. Let's go and chase this baseball dream, maybe play college, that kind of thing? Yeah, for sure. Um, it would have to be in high school. It just kind of, um, you know, hockey was you know kind of wearing down on me. Um, you know, it's a long season, uh, back home in Alberta. Um, you play hockey from what September to, to April or whatever it is. It's a long year. And, uh, you know, the weather back home, you know, doesn't allow for much, much baseball, but when it is, you know, it's go, go, go. And I just kind of really appreciated every time I got on a, on a baseball field. So when it was kind of that time to, you know, pursue one or the other, you know, I said, you know what? Uh, I'm kind of getting a little sick sick of hockey here. Let's go uh, try this baseball thing out. You had Parkland Twins to your resume. You mentioned St. FX as well. You had a chance to play with Canada's junior national team for a little bit back in 2017. What did all of those experiences and opportunities mean to you? Uh, definitely now, uh, you know, being older, um, you know, you kind of take time to reflect on everything. And, you know, you kind of appreciate, you know, all the people who supported you, the people who've, you know, given uh, giving back to you. And like you said, you know, Parkland, St. FX, the junior national team, you know, you kind of, you know, at the time you might take it for granted for what you're doing, but as you get older, you definitely, definitely appreciate what, uh, everybody's done for you, uh, to help, uh, you know, grow into the baseball player you are and, and grow into the human being you are too. Mm. Your first college experience came with Colby. What did that program mean to you and your development, not just as a baseball player, but obviously as well as a human being? It, it meant the world to me. Um, you know, it was the it was the first opportunity I had to come to the states and and kind of, you know, prove myself on and off the field. You know, it helped me grow up as a person too. Um, kind of being away from home, you know, as for the first time, you, it's a it's a, it was a big learning curve for myself. 
um, being by yourself. Obviously, like I knew a bunch of guys going down there because of, uh, you know, all the all the Canadians that we had down there, which was nice, uh, which which made it easier the the transition period. But um, you know, on the field um, at Colby, it was it was just a lot of fun. You enjoyed it. It made you tougher on the field, on on and off the field, um, and you just kind of you know develop those those skills that you need uh, in life down there. Not just on the field, but off the field as well. You you were a member of the dean's list there. I see you're double majoring right now at ODU in business management and leadership. How important is that student aspect of the student athlete experience? Uh, I mean, it means the world to me um, because once you get your degree, nobody can take it away from you. Um, you know, we're lucky enough where we live in a world where uh, we can do both academics and uh, athletics at the same time and, and have a good time at it and get some help while you're at it, too. Um, so I'm just, you know, very thankful of, you know, the the, the path I've gone um, just because of, you know, what this, the sport of baseball has given me. It's not just the, that path uh, when it comes to baseball and sport, but you've also had to deal with the ebbs and flows of a COVID world as well and the whole pandemic thing. How have you managed to keep on top of your game and make sure that you're not missing a beat once you got back into the swing of things? Uh, yeah, it was kind of a, I wouldn't say a rough time, but just a weird time. You know, I'm sure as before everyone was, everyone was during COVID. Uh, for myself, I've stayed here in Norfolk, Virginia at school at Old Dominion for pretty much the last two years. Um, stayed here in the summer, you know, the last two years to to work out and, and train and just try and try and get better every day. Um, you know, I'm I'm an older guy. I'm 22 years old, um, fifth year senior who's I feel like seen a lot of baseball. And I just felt like at that point in my career, I just needed to to tweak a couple things and and, and work on my body, just get stronger. Um, because you know, the older you get, the stronger you hopefully become. The game starts game starts to become a lot easier, and that's that's what I kind of did the last two summers. Um, especially this last summer, I I felt like I kind of just put my head down and worked. Um, you know, getting stronger, maturing, and and um, um, it's kind of paying off nowadays. Absolutely, and obviously a, a national championship front and center in your mind, your team's mind. What's the mindset in the dugout right now, heading into these final few weeks before you get into playoffs? Yeah, so this we're kind of going through the gauntlet of our schedule right now. We had a, a really good Florida Atlantic team come in. Um, unfortunately, on Tuesday we weren't able to play the University of Virginia uh, due to weather. Um, it was a big game for us, you know. If you talk about RPI rankings. And stuff like that. Um, we kind of needed to get that game in, but unfortunately for the weather, uh, it didn't happen. But um, you know, had an off day kind of today. Uh, yesterday we worked on some stuff because we got a good Louisiana Tech and Southern Miss team um, coming up here pretty soon. Southern Miss, I believe, is top five, top six in the nation right now. So uh, we head down there in a couple weeks, and I heard it's a uh, pretty hostile environment too. Have you uh, given any thought to what lies beyond? Are you hoping someone calls heading into the MLB draft, maybe a free agent call? What's on your mind that way? Yeah, for sure. It's, you know, definitely with these last three weeks, the way I've been playing, you know, guys kind of give me a hard time about that stuff. But um, it's always been, you know, a childhood dream of mine to, you know, go out there and, and prove to yourself that one day you could, you know, potentially play professional baseball and kind of have it have it as a as a bucket list thing to to hang your hat on when you get older and say, yeah, you know what, I I uh, I had an opportunity to play professional baseball, but it's it's one thing I'm not worried about 
um, you know, that's that's down the road. And the only thing you can control is, you know, what's in front of you and what's in front of you today is, you know, what kind of practice you had, what kind of lift are you eating right? You taking care of your body. And if I feel like if you do those things right, um, you know, the, the whole professional thing will uh, take care of itself. Mm-hmm. I think you segued really well into my next question here. You've had a lot of great mentors over the years. You're leaning on your past experience as well as one of the quote-unquote veterans, although I can't believe you uh, called yourself an old man at 22, but that's besides the point. Uh, what kinds of advice would you offer to those young kids from your home province hoping to follow in your footsteps? Uh, just to have fun. Um, we, we play sport. We play a kid's game. And kind of the older I get, I, I appreciate appreciate the game more and more um there's been times where you know i probably put maybe a little too pressure on myself and and tried to you know go a little too hard and and things just don't work out and you just got to take a take a moment and step back and be like you know what i'm just i'm playing a game let's go out there and have fun and compete that's probably the biggest thing that i feel like i've i've been doing the last you know three four weeks and i feel like it's been helping me stay loose um, have fun and just compete at the highest level I can. Really love hearing that you're still having fun playing the game. Final question for you here, Matt. What does the game of baseball mean to you? Uh, it means a lot. It means a lot more than just going out there and swinging a bat and, and, and stuff like that. It's it's helped me develop, you know, a lot of skills off the field too, you know, time management, work ethic, um, competitiveness, so on and so forth. And I just feel like these skills – you know, mean the world to, to people uh, as you get older, because there's going to be a time where, you know, the, you can't play the game no more. Sometimes we're told at 18, 22, 23, or, or if you're lucky enough, you know, 30, 40 years old, but there's always going to be a time where you're not going to be able to play the game no more. And you, you're going to have to go back to real life. And, and those, those skills um, that you've learned along the way are, are, are very important to, you know, how you live the rest of your life. Fantastic answer, Matt. Again, congratulations on the record, on all the success you've had across your entire baseball career to this point. Continued success going forward. We really appreciate you, your time, and your stories that you've shared. Thanks so much for joining us again here on the podcast. Thank you so much. had a great time. Thanks again to Matt Kootenay for joining us this week. And again, congratulations to him on setting the ODU record for homers in a season. Definitely something to be proud of. We here at Alberta Dugout Stories are proud of having such great support in the baseball community in our province. We'd like to tip our caps to our two platinum supporters, the Oak Tokes Dogs and AHP Academy. Both have been amazing teammates, helping spread the word about all we do, but also for bettering the game in our province. For more information on them, head to albertadugoutstories.com supporters. Until next time, thank you for all your support, no matter the platform of Alberta Dugout Stories.